What do we think of the Minnesota Wilds opening night roster? Alex Micheletti joins the show to break it all down on today's episode of Locked on Wilds. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day, the first of two episodes released here on this Monday. And on today's first episode, we will break down the Minnesota Wild's opening night roster, some of the surprise final cuts, and what we think of the line combinations that we will likely see for the Wild to start off the season. My name is Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer, embarking on full season number one covering the Minnesota Wild here for Locked on Wild and happy to have a regular guest joining the show here for a Micheletti Monday. Alex Micheletti joining to uh, help us break it all down. Alex, how's it going? Good. How are you doing, Seth? Doing good. And uh, as I alluded to, you know, I just just like the Wilds, we got to make sure that we get ourselves into playing shape uh, for this season. And so uh, Lockdown Wild is doing two-a-days all week long, two episodes a day. We'll be releasing episode one this episode at uh, 2 a.m. Central Time, and then we will be releasing the second episode every day at noon. So we're getting crazy with it, but the fact that the NHL season is here, feel like we should do something special. So why not live for the chaos, right? Yep, yep. Just grind, <laughs> grind it out, and uh, yeah, I can't wait for the regular season to start this week. Not only wild, but just. Uh... Um, everybody else in the in the central division and in the league, it's uh, it's gonna be a fun season. We got uh, Olympics thrown in the in the mix too, so NHLers back in there, so yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is absolutely going to be the best time of year, and so uh, a lot for us to dissect. And so I thought for today that it would be uh, it would be perfect for us to just take a look at what this this final roster is going to look like to start. And so we'll kind of build our way up to that. I wanted to take this first portion of the show today to talk about uh, the final few cuts that were a little bit of a surprise uh, in that uh, Marco Rossi and Adam Beckman sent to Iowa. Uh, we also have uh, Matt Boldy um, on the non-roster portion of the roster uh, due to his injury. So let's um, let's just start with that here, Alex, and uh, let's start with uh, Mr. Matt Boldy, who really had an impressive training camp uh, with the Wild, but unfortunately ended up going down with an injury, um, fractured ankle, uh, and it sounds like he'll miss as much as six weeks uh, of this season. And so the Wild just putting him on uh, basically injured reserve no salary cap penalty going to be uh, assessed for that. Uh, before we talk about the injury, um, I, I feel like it was trending for Matt Boldy to make this team uh, with how he played in the preseason. And, you know, unfortunately, it looks like uh, he is at least going to have to ride the pine uh, for the first uh, couple of months of the season. Yeah, it was super unfortunate. Um, 
also the acquisition of uh, Rem Pitlick kind of threw things for a loop for all the young guys, um, you know, um, cause you know, he would have had to go on the waivers again, um, you know, to get to Iowa. So they're at least going to give him a shot here for a while. So he has a gigantic opportunity ahead of himself, but, uh, yeah, just unfortunate for Matt Boldy. He, he's, uh, he scored at every level. Um, and he, sh- he proved it in Iowa for a short stint, uh, um, in last spring. Um, yeah, just, 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 I feel awful for the kid. Um, but, um, you know, Iowa's going to have one of the best AHL teams. Oh, right. It's going to be scary. Um, you know, you know, maybe it's for the best for all these young guys to, to get, uh, you know, top line minutes, top power play, um, continue to grow as, uh, as a pro. Um, and then, you know, it puts pressure on guys like, uh, Jordan Greenway, um, and Victor Rask, um, and Freddie, Freddie Goudreau. Um, you know, to perform because uh, um, Bill Guerin shown that uh, um, you've seen in the viral videos, it's it's all about winning for him um, and, and winning a Stanley Cup. So, um, yeah, some of the veterans uh, that are kind of fringe players uh, um, in the lineup, uh, yeah, you're you're put on notice, uh, and you better perform or else uh, you know management's gonna you know make some moves, call ups from Iowa for sure. And that's that's a point I kind of wanted to to hone in on to finish off this first segment is that I don't want people to, by me saying that putting Rossi and Beckman and Boldy on the Iowa roster to start the year was the right decision, by saying oh well you just you know you cover the team and so you're obvious you're of course going to defend them in situations like this. Bill Guerin I think stated it brilliantly in saying. You know, we want the best opportunity for these guys to get consistent, solid minutes. And Rossi and Beckman are going to be part of the top line at Iowa. As you said, they're going to have every opportunity to to succeed and to really prove that what they did in the preseason um, is something that they could do at the NHL level. And so as opposed to right now having these guys uh, slot in for third or fourth line minutes, it makes all the sense in the world to give them 20-ish minutes a night um, at the Iowa level because, as you alluded to, let's say guys like Greenway, Nick Bukestad, Victor Rask, say they struggle. Maybe Bill Guerin yanks all three of them, and then you could bring them all up at the same time to where maybe they end up being like a second line or third line. I, I, I really I think it's the best case uh, best course of action for them right now uh, because development is consistent playing time. And so, you know, the fact that that's happening at Iowa right now, I, I'm totally fine with it. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm with you too. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, it motivates them to perform well down there too. Um, you know, cause uh, you know, Adam Beckman, uh, he thinks he should be on this roster. So, um, you know, nothing like a chip on your shoulder too to, to motivate you. Um, so uh, that's what I really liked about that too. Um, and plus it just, uh, you know, allows them to, you know, to get maybe a little bit uh, stronger, faster to mm-hmm. um, work on, you know, just uh, personal, um, you know, a skill um, too. Um, and, you know, another guy too that we uh, um, didn't mention, Kalen Addison too. Um, yes. We don't need a guy like him sitting in the press box either being the seventh or eighth defenseman too. So, um, you know, it makes no sense to, um, you know, to have, have, uh, be the, be the scratch forward, um, when yeah. they could be in Iowa playing. 
Well, and as we'll talk about uh, next segment, I wanted to kind of dive into the back end of this wild defense because there could be a real quick hook and a good opportunity for Kalen Addison to be with this team sooner than later. Um, I, I got some concerns with that third line uh, D pairing. So we'll, uh, we'll talk about that plenty more to break down as we dive into the likely opening night roster with Alex McLeddy. More on that coming up here on Lockdown Wilds. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way that gets all of that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite shows, movies, and sports all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the Crosschecks live NHL season preview show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark tomorrow from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time on the Locked On NHL YouTube page. Andrew and Mary tee up the new NHL season with a look at the key storylines around the league featuring drop-ins from our roster of local NHL hosts, fantasy insights from Locked On Fantasy Hockey's Scott Cullen, and award and Stanley Cup playoff predictions again tomorrow from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time on the Locked On NHL YouTube channel. Back to our deep dive into the Minnesota Wilds opening night roster. Seth Topol joined by Alex McLeddy. And Alex, let's talk about uh, what we have for line combinations because there's a lot of good, and uh, there also is some room for moves to be made. At least at this point, it looks like we're going to see Kaprizov, Eriksson and Zuccarello. Top line, lock it in. Um, also going to see Jordan Greenway, Ryan Hartman, and Marcus Foligno, at least for now. Um, then after that, it sounds like it's going to be Victor Rask or Rem Pitlick, uh, Freddie Goudreau, and Kevin Fiala. And then at this point, um, Nick Bugstad, Nico Sturm, and the, uh, the guy that ended up making enough waves to make the roster Brandon Duhame. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Duhame here, who, you know, he, he brings an element that I think always has the potential to play in the NHL level, that being speed. Um, how, what, should, uh, what should Wild fans that aren't super familiar with Duhame uh, know about his game uh, as he carves himself out a spot on this fourth line? Yeah, he's kind of like an Eric Snack. He's a straight line guy. Um, he can, he's got a little snarl to his game, too. Um, he played college hockey um, at Providence, and he's from Parkland, Florida. So, um, you know, he's you know from a from a place that uh, non traditional um, hockey um, market. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I I think um, you know uh, Bill Billy G gave us a little hint that he was 
probably going to make the team uh, this this summer. He you know he mentions he mentioned his name out of the blue, um, you know m- mentioning guys that are you know um, we're going to try to make a push to make the roster, and so that that clued me in. Um, you know um, he's going to really work really extremely hard. Um, yeah, and uh, um, you saw in the Chicago game uh, that uh, he he stood up for a teammate. He got. He got clocked in the face, but uh, you know he, he showed his teammates uh, that um, he was there to protect them. Um, yeah, he worked his bag off to make it to the NHL, um, and uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm happy for him. See how he, it's an interesting line with uh, with uh, it's an all college line um, with uh, Nico Stern playing at Clarkson and then Bukestad uh, at the University of Minnesota. So um, yeah, interesting line. Uh, we'll see if they can find some early chemistry because um, it's uh, nice to get some production out of your bottom six for sure. So yeah, I'm excited to see um, how he does with his opportunity. And it just, it looks like, I mean, what we were hoping for in Jewel Erickson Eck being able to step in and be that number one center, um, at least through the preseason, looks like that is the case. Uh, that line played sensationally well um, in their preseason action. I mean, you look at that second line defensively, grittiness, uh, Greenway bouncing back, everything you could hope for there. Honestly, I am going to really be interested to see what the uh, the Fiala line does because I feel like it's basically the same thing that we saw with Fiala last year where you just have a hodgepodge around him. That could be the spot where we see a Rossi and a Beckman come up and fill because I I just I don't know if I'm sold. I mean, Rask is a wing. Okay. And I, I, I'm going to be honest, I really haven't been super impressed with what I've seen from Goudreau so far. Yeah, he's just been a guy, basically. Um, I feel bad for Kevin. <laughs> he's always with, uh, uh, the most unlikely uh, line mates. Uh, and uh, he has to do a lot of, lot of work on special teams on, on the power play to get, get his points. But uh, yeah, that's definitely uh, a spot that you, you, you know, you could try to pencil in a Marco Rossi and man, would it be fun to see him with, uh, with Fiala? Um, you know, he needs a, he needs a, he needs a skill guy uh, with them. Um, uh, I know they're trying to reunite the old, uh, uh, Milwaukee from the AHL when, uh, Goudreau played with Fiala when, from the Nashville days, but, uh, we'll see. Um, you know, I, I feel really bad for Kevin, especially in a, in a, in, in another contract uh, year, um, yeah. Because you know he's got he only got the one year, um. So he really wants to uh, seek a long term deal and, and cash in, and uh, you know he's going to need the line mates to help him because uh, he can't do it all by himself. Um. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely um, a line where there could be some early movement. Um. But yeah, we'll see. Um. You know, Kevin's uh, shown that he can he can put uh, put up points even with a hodgepodge of a line. Um. But uh, you you wish you wouldn't have to see it. But uh, you know, that's looks like the situation for now. Unless uh, you know, unless, uh, you know, Goudreau or you know, Pitlick really show some um or or Rask show some really chemistry with Kevin. So, Jeez. Um. Yeah. How quick of a hook does Rask get, do you think, if he shows that he just is, as you said, just a guy that yeah. is uh, is on that third line? Do you do you put him in the press box right away and see if Pitlick can be um, anything other than a pulse? Yeah, they'll probably, I think, I think they'll go with Rask first just because of the amount they're paying him. Um, and, uh, you know, I... I I, I think they'll give it at least a week or two, um, you know, um, and see how it goes. Um, yeah, they could definitely, 
you know, Dean, Dean's known for a quick hook too. Um, so, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, they need, they need that third line to help, uh, the top six, uh, score. Um, you know, the fourth line is if they get any points, it's, yeah, you know, you chalk it up as, uh, you know, just a hallelujah, like yeah. a miracle. Um, but that third line really needs to help the top six score. Um, so, um, Kevin needs all the help he can get. Um, and if you got, if you got an anchor on that line, like Victor Raft, uh, you know, it could be saying a lot, but, uh, he somehow, managed to score, um, you know, some wacky, crazy goals too. Um, yeah. When his back's on the line. Um, so, um, we'll see, um, and we'll see if this motivates Victor ask, um, one, one last shot. 25 goals season for backs against the wall, Victor Rask. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know if I would bet on it, but yeah, no. we'll see. We'll we'll definitely have to see what happens. Tell you what, let's, uh, let's finish things off today by talking about the, uh, the defense, and the goalie situation as we dive further into the Minnesota Wilds opening night roster. More to come with Alex Micheletti next here on Locked on Wilds. Built Bar wants to help you celebrate freedom of choice this fall. Did you know Built Bar has a wide lineup of amazing flavors? That includes coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate, Unfortunately for you huge fall fans, no pumpkin spice yet. So they've got amazing flavors to choose from. My money is on raspberry for the best one in the bunch. But if you're not sure where to start, Mixbox is the way to go. That'll give you two each of those amazing flavors. Not only are Built Bars very tasty, though, they are also amazingly healthy. Each bar contains 17 to 18 grams of protein, ranges in calories from 130 to 180, contains only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing tasting, amazingly healthy. What's not to like about a Built Bar? So head to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Seth Topol hanging out with Alex Micheletti on a Micheletti Monday. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. For your second listen, you get a bonus episode later today where I will be uh, breaking down some of the season expectations for the Minnesota Wild defensemen. And that's what we're going to talk about here as we look at uh, how the line pairings are going to play out uh, for the Wild. And at least at this point, Alex, it looks like we're going to get Goligoski and Spurgeon, Dumba and Brodine, Dmitry Kulikov and John Merrill? Question mark. How concerned are you about that third line D pairing that the Wild will start the season with? I'm really worried. Um, it better not be Jordy Ben. He had a tough. He had a tough end of the preseason there. Um, so <laughs> I hope he's the seventh defenseman. Um, I'm a little worried about Kulikov too. Um, just he, his track record has not been great. He's been a suitcase in the league. He's bounced around here lately. Um, and John Merrill, same thing. Um, so it it, re- it really worries me. Um, I know it's only 12 to 13 minutes probably a night, um, but that's still. Uh, <laughs> They, they could be a definite, uh, definitely a huge liability out there. Um, so uh, that's why, you know, we mentioned it or we mentioned his name earlier, but Kalen Addison, it could be, you know, get him up here as soon as ASAP, as soon as he can. Uh, yeah. We'll see how the first couple of weeks go, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm extremely worried about that. Uh, 
um, that third um, pair. Um, I know, I know it was their goal to get bigger, uh, but uh, you got to still be able to perform, <laughs> even if you're a bigger guy. Well, and as like as unheralded as um, Carson Susi and Ian Cole went, I I used I'll I'll do a little bit of a teaser for today's second episode. I used the adage that you know. A third line defense is one that I feel like does really well the less you have to say their names. Like it's not like they're as you said, they're they're not being asked to do a whole heck of a lot, but they do need to be good at what they're coming in to do. And for as little like points wise as Ian Cole and Carson Susie put out there, they did a whole lot of things that we just didn't notice. And so if you get to a point where as soon as those guys hop out on the ice, you're calling their names and you're saying like, oh, here's a turnover by, by Kulikov. Here is uh, Jordy Ben getting boat raced by, uh, by two avalanche players. Like that becomes a problem. And so I don't feel like this is a hot take, but I think Kalen Addison will be the first prospect we see called up by the wild this year solely for that reason. Oh, I, I 100% agree, um, especially because um, sometimes it's difficult to call up the forward um, just based off, or especially in the Wilds case, too. Some of the guys that are, um, you know, right on the chopping block, um, it's it's tough, <laughs> tough to get, you know, uh, Victor Ask and, uh, you know, because he's still got to pay the guy. So, um, yeah, I think Kalen Addison is uh, is definitely uh, worth a call up early if yeah. things go crazy. Um, you know, another underrated part, Ian Cole's game was blocking shots too. Same with Carson Soucy. Um, mm-hmm. That's such a key key part of uh, being the low low pairing uh, D guy. Um, and yeah, you may you may be asked to be on the penalty kill too. So that's <laughs> just um, yeah. So that's that's another important part. Um, so yeah, I'm extremely worried, yeah. um, especially with some of the forwards we have in this division. Um, the high enders with with Colorado and, and and Chicago too with Taves and Kane and Debrinkat, which we, we which we saw the other night where they just completely just destroyed uh, the Wild. You know we didn't have Cam in there, but uh, still, um, that that was pretty much the opening night uh, roster. Um, so uh, kind of eye opening game for sure. Yeah, it was uh, it was not great to say the least. Um, Interesting note, you mentioned the uh, the potential special teams. Um, potential penalty kill of Jewel Erickson Eck, Jared Spurgeon, and Jonas Brodeen. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, good luck scoring off of that trio. My right. goodness. Right, yeah. Eck yeah. Uh, definitely gets under people's skin. Um, so uh, it's going to be interesting to, to see the pressure that he gets also on the first line, too, because mm-hmm. uh, he's never been in that type of uh, role before um so you're going up against some some big time centers in in this uh um in this division too uh a guy like uh, uh potentially gabe landeskog um so that's you know and you know jonathan taves and just the names that are in you know ryan o'reilly um, some guys that have been in the league a long time and they have been you know they've played some heavy heavy minutes some big time minutes stanley cup run minutes um so yeah it's uh it's gonna be a challenge for for act but he uh he loves getting under the guy uh opponent's skin and that's that's yeah. one of the you know reasons why he uh got uh, got his contract um is just uh 
the energy he plays with and uh, how sound he is, um, you know, defensively as well. They'll have to also contend with whatever Arizona is doing. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Oh, man, what a nightmare. Tank City, Jeepers. for sure. Yeah, that's just bad. Um, Goalie-wise, we know the names. It'll be Talbot and Kakinen to, uh, to start the season. Any any worries in your mind for either of those two? I mean, for me, I just want to see Kakinen be a little more, much like with um, Kevin Fiala, just wanting to try to see the numbers spread out a little bit more and more consistent. I think the biggest thing is just with Kakinen making sure that he can still get it done against the better teams in the league as opposed to just the bottom feeders. So if he if he can stay consistent, I mean, Talbot is what Talbot is, and he just is a really good fit with this defense. So other than that, I really don't have a whole lot of worry about the goalie position, um, at least right now. Yeah, I think it's one of the strengths on the team for sure. Um, uh, Cam, uh, Cam, I thought, uh, you know, Kaprizov was amazing, but I thought Cam was the MVP last year. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he, especially in the, in the playoffs against Vegas, he, he was the sole factor of that game, you know, getting to a game seven. Um, and so, um, you know, if he can be the same as he was last year, you know, there might, there could be a little bit of a regression just because, uh, you know, better teams now in the central compared to the <laughs> the lowly teams out west. But uh, you know, if he can stay at a high level um, or close to what he was last year, that's going to bode well for the Wild, finishing top three in the division, which both of us have predicted. Yes. I um, mean, and then Kakinen, uh just uh, you know, making sure he stays in shape and doesn't doesn't you know get tired at the end. Uh, and also, if he plays the Blues, or they're scheduled to play the Blues, just like Cam. Cam Cam take it for the night. Uh, uh, if, if there's a back to back, let let uh, Kakinen take take the first one and leave leave the Blues to Cam. Yeah, I, I think that is a great idea. And honestly, like Andrew Hammond's just sitting out there. Like, give him give him a go because the Blues are that, that Kakinen against the the St. Louis Blues ain't it. I don't know yeah. why, but it's just kryptonite for whatever reason. Man. Just awful. Um, one final thing before we go, just uh, just so that we can put it out there for the listeners. Uh, let's go with where we expect the Wild to finish in the division and your player that will surprise the most this year. Yeah, um, so I'm going to go with uh, the Wild finishing second right behind Colorado and right in front of Winnipeg. Um, I just, uh, I really like this team and, and the depth they have um, and uh, the goaltender that they have. Um, I think they have one of the best in the division. Yep. Um, it's going to be a, a tougher road, um, but uh, um, I like I like Cam and uh, and the forward depth um, for sure for the Wild. Uh, and a guy that I think is going to surprise um, is uh, definitely uh, Brandon Duheim. Uh, Duheim. Uh, you know, he, he earned a spot on this team and I don't think he wants to give it up. Um, and, uh, uh, I like the energy that he plays with and I don't think he's going to be your typical fourth line forward. Um, and I think he might get some special teams work too, um, um, penalty kill. And, uh, yeah, I think he's just going to bring, uh, some added energy to the, to the lineup for sure. I like that. Um, I'm with you second in the division, I think, um, because the more I think about it, the teams that we were saying earlier in the offseason could surprise and have sneaky good seasons, I I don't think they will. Um, 
be real surprised, honestly, if Dallas finishes in the top four. They are like, they are. They have four goalies right now that they yeah. can, they don't know who's going to be their goalie. And they depth wise, they are like a well, you know, I make the butter on toast analogy a lot. They are like a dime sized amount of butter spread over an entire piece of toast. Not a lot Our there. Old friend Jason Robertson too. Oh boy, <laughs> that guy. I. Uh, I don't. I have no reason to hate his game. I just the whole Calder Trophy chase thing just was excessive for me. Yeah. So for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think second. And in terms of a player that surprises, I got to keep going to bat for my guy Nico Sturm. I made my uh, bold prediction for the uh, the season for the uh, the Lockdown NHL show that uh, Sturm's going to score twenty goals this year. So. I may as well stick with that. Nico Sturm is going to be my player to impress. And that, I think, is a perfect spot to uh, to leave it here for today's episode. Alex, before we sign off, though, make sure to uh, let the listeners know where they can follow you. A lot more places that they'll be able to hear your hockey takes throughout the week uh, as the season gets going. Yeah, uh, follow me on Alex uh, Micheletti. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll be... Uh, I've been bouncing around uh, all different types of podcasts and uh, started a college hockey podcast too uh, on the soda pod, uh, MN uh, NCAA. Um, and uh, I'm going to be covering uh, Minnesota state hockey. So uh, Mankato um, number one team in the country. No, no biggie um, for and, now. Uh, yeah. I love uh, Micheletti Mondays with Seth. Nothing better. We're going to be recapping uh, what happens over the weekend in the NHL. And so that's going to be a fun season. It's, fun to have college and NHL um, here. So it's, it's such a, it's, it's a, a real simple thing that we're going to do every Monday, but it's a very important question to answer. Simply saying, what did we learn over the weekends? Um, there's going to be a lot of ground to cover. And so we, uh, we look forward to Micheletti Mondays all NHL season long. And that wraps it up. Nice, neat bow on a Monday production of Locked on Wild. So make sure now that your first listen of the day is done, head to our second episode today, a solo pod by myself uh, looking at the expectations for the Wild's defensemen. Um, So make sure to check that out as it will hit uh, later this afternoon. Then after that, you can go uh, listen to the Locked on NHL podcast. Uh, Plenty of spots for you to get geared up for the start of the NHL season. Also, make sure that you're following us everywhere on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. YouTube channel is going to have weekly content starting this week. Preseason, or uh, pregame, I should say, postgame, some other features throughout the week as well. We have so much content coming. The only way that you can stay up on top of it is by subscribing to Lockdown Wild on YouTube. And you can find new episodes every Monday through Friday all week long as part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.